Checkmate. Checkmate. Check. This is the Chestnut Checkers podcast. Checkmate. Learn a new mindset to create wealth. We need to be more independent thinkers, man. Passive income. Mathematics is precise. A successful business. Chess moves. And money management strategies. This is Chestnut Checkers. Welcome to another episode of Strategy Sunday. Right, so what we're going to talk about tonight, we're going to talk about some great stocks. We're going to talk about some business strategies. But because what the thing about it is uh, a lot of people say, Armando, look, I just want stocks. I just want you to tell me what, what, what I got to buy. What do I have to do? Just tell me, man, so I'll buy it. But that's not the way we build. That's not the way we grow. That's not the way I teach you for future success. Right? Because... We are not teaching, like, like I know it's a cliche, but I'm teaching you how to fish. I'm not just giving you fish. If I tell you a stock, I just gave you a fish, right? I mean, now you can eat it now. But what about tomorrow? Or the next day? What about the next day, right? I'm trying to teach you guys. People say, man, why do you put the stocks at the end? Just tell me the stocks at the beginning. Well, because I'm not going to tell you the stocks until you understand why you're buying the stocks, right? So that's the whole point of this is for growth. When people were at the conference this weekend, those people grew enormously, right? People were crying in the audience. People were touched. People grew. People had epiphanies that they never would have before, right? And a lot of you guys missed that because you were apprehensive about going. Like, I don't want to go, you know, it's a little $90. I don't want to pay it or whatever. But you got to remember the $90, $200, whatever was well worth it. And I was telling you guys for months. I was trying to tell you guys that it was you, the value you get was going to be much greater than the price. The stocks I'm going to show you tonight is going to make somebody a bunch of money. The, what I'm going to show you tonight is going to make people not only wealthy in stocks and assets, but it's also going to help you with your own businesses. It's going to help you grow. It's going to help you see the world in a different way. So let's get into this content, right? So what we're going to talk about right now we got a few things. We're going to talk about cryptocurrency because something amazing has happened over the weekend. It's going to affect the stock market on Monday with cryptocurrency. Then we're going to talk about pricing, right? Because this is something that's very, very important in any kind of web business, right? It's pricing. And the reason why we're going to talk about pricing is because there's a few stocks that are very well positioned to take advantage of pricing and become very, and the stock price is going to rise a lot because of that. Right. And I'm going to teach you why companies do certain strategy with pricing and what they plan to benefit off of doing that. Like I said, every time I go live, every time I stand on a stage, every time we talk, somebody makes a lot of money. We know that to be true. Like I said, I'm not I mean, I'm not bragging. It's the truth. So cryptocurrency, right? It's one up for I think four or five percent over the weekend. And we know. And I'm going to say it, we already know which stocks are going to do well, right? It's not a secret. We got Merrill Riot BTBT. We're going to see those stocks rise into the morning on Monday. And it's going to be a great opportunity for some momentum trades on Monday. Now, people say, what's a momentum trade? A lot of you new people don't know. A lot of the old, older people don't understand what it is because they've taken that class, right? But sorry, momentum trading is when we take advantage of a stock that's already going up. We get into it, get out quickly before the stock pause turns around. And there's certain metrics, certain ways, certain strategies that we do that. And we're right most of the time how it works, right? So that's the way we're able to take advantage of that. But on Monday morning, 
we're going to see these stocks go up. And that's why I talk about a lot of times when Bitcoin falls, Marriott and BT will fall a lot deeper and people panic. Like, oh my God, well, it's down 30%. What do I do? But it's an exaggerated correlation. And what that means is that as Bitcoin goes up 4 or 5%, those stocks go up 20%. When Bitcoin drops 3%, those stocks drop 20, 30%. It's, a, it's exaggerated correlation. And we've talked about that. I'm not going to get back into the project, the uh, pro, uh, profit structures of those mining companies. That's what I'm saying. We consistently make money because we use our minds. We use rationality. We all grow together. And the CNC is back open also, right? I got 35 spots today. That's the community we're talking about. It's the community in which we, so you get some free classes. You don't get all of them. You get the fundamental basic classes. You get access to a community, you get access to my trade. So click the link in my bio if you want to sign up for that tonight. But we're talking about cryptocurrency. Now we're up to 50,000, right? So we're at the point, 50,000 is what's called a resistance point in cryptocurrency. Now we've hit it twice. And for people that have taken my class before, we know what this pattern is. It's an obvious chart pattern. It's called the triple top, right? So the double top, triple top breaks through a resistance and we see astronomical growth after that, right? So it's already hit the $50,000 $50, mark twice. Bounces off that resistance, 50, 50. The third time it's gonna go through it. And when it goes through it, within days, it's gonna be at 54, 55, 56, 57. It's gonna go very, very quickly. As soon as it breaks through that 50, because the 50,000 mark is what's holding it back. The day it passes that 50, you're going to see it go up 57, 58 very, very quickly within days. All right. So we know Marin Wyatt's going to do well. We know on Monday, that's an opportunity to day trade or momentum trade those stocks. So we got to watch them in the morning. We got to watch that pre-market. We got to make sure that that momentum is there to be able to make those trades. Right. So let's talk about something. That's very important in business, right? You guys, that's what I love about the stock market. That's what I love about learning about this stuff because people say, well, you're talking about stocks. How can I use this information for me? I don't understand it. If you understand the stock market well, you can apply that information to all types of businesses. Now I understand how much this company's worth. Well, now I can understand how much my company's worth. Right now, I can understand how earnings call work. Now I can understand how to structure my earnings. I understand how companies use profits and what they're doing with it. Now I can understand how I'm going to use my profits to grow my business. If I understand how companies are pricing their products, now I can use that information to price my own products. So that's what we're going to talk about today. How we're going to price. And the thing about it, like people say, well, you're supposed to be talking about stocks. Why are you talking about how to price products? Because the stock I'm going to tell you about is directly related to how they're pricing their products. Right? So let's talk about pricing. Well, pricing is very important when it comes to product services, right? Because there's, and people always think, they say, man, let's just do the cheapest price. People want cheap prices. They'll pay the, the lowest price you possibly can pay as long as we get the prices down. Now, that works. That works exceptionally well in some markets. Value pricing, the lowest price, that does work in some markets, but some markets it does not work, right? And a lot of times a company, certain companies, certain big retailers, what they'll do is that they'll, they have a lot of money to burn. And they actually, PlayStation, Xbox did this. That was one of their first strategies that, 
Xbox is called price penetration strategy, right? And, if, and only a big company can do it. Small companies can't take those losses over time. But a big company with a lot of uh, capital, what they'll do is they'll see a market, right? Now, Xbox, there was a video game market, early 2000s. PlayStation was doing exceptionally well. They had like 60, 70% of the market at that time. Remember, it was only PlayStation at a point. You had Nintendo 64, which was only, you know, wasn't that good. And then you had PlayStation, which was way better in the early 2000s. There was no other system to compete with PlayStation. So they were, they were CD-ROM based. They had a faster, it was better graphics, everything, right? So Microsoft saw an opportunity, right? And they said, well, I, we want in on that game, gaming industry. We want to make some money too. So what we're going to do, how much is a PlayStation? $4.99? All right. So we have billions and billions of dollars. So why don't we just price our products or our system lower than the cost of production, right? So it may cost us $400. Let's say it costs us $500 to make Xbox. We're going to sell it at $300. Now, a traditional businessman is saying, what? You're going to lose money on every single... That's crazy. I don't take losses like that, but that's a pricing strategy to take advantage, to take penetrate into the market. And once you penetrate into the market, once you get your brand out there, once you get people with their hands on your products, once you get people used to using your service, you jack the prices up, right? And then that's when you make your money. That's when you make your money is acquiring those customers early. You take a loss per customer. You get those customers happy. You get them associated with your brand. You get them into your sales funnel. And after that, you jack the prices up and you got them. And that's when you make your money. You may not make your money up front, but you make it at the end. Now, the reason I'm talking about this is because there's a stock out there that's doing this. There's a company out there that's doing it right in front of your face. And they're, they're right now, they're changing over to more expensive price. And they, are, they got it. They took advantage. They, now, for us, it's going to be bad. But for the company, it's going to be very good. There's two reasons why this company is going to go up. This is the first one. Is that this company has penetrated the market deeper than any retail company in history. Now, the way I'm talking about it, some of you guys already picked it up. You already understand what it is, right? But this company has penetrated the market by doing that deeply, right? They've displaced most retailers, right? They've grown astronomically over the last 10, 15 years. They started out as a small operation. They grew a lot bigger. And they've been making a lot of money, but now it's time to make real money, crazy money, right? And some of you've already guessed that stock's Amazon, right? So Amazon has used that strategy on us for years with the Amazon Prime. Buying something for $20, getting it the same day. Now, that actually costs them, that's not that profitable for them to do that. But by doing that, they're beating out Walmart. They're pushing Walmart down. They're pushing other retailers down. They're taking bigger and bigger share of the market. Now, Netflix also does. That's a Netflix strategy. Netflix will also raise their prices uh, steadily for going forward. And Netflix is actually underpriced. But, but we're talking more about Amazon. Amazon has penetrated the market deeper than any retailer in history. And now it's time, if you've noticed, if you've noticed in the last three years, they've already been raising the prices. If you notice, the stuff ain't as cheap as it was. And Walmart did this too. When they started building all those super Walmarts in the late 90s, that stuff was really cheap. And then what happened is that once they got into that market, they raised the prices up. So that's what Amazon right now is what? 3100 3200 
That, that price is it's gonna double within the next two years. Right? And the thing about Amazon, people say, hey man, I can find another stock that doubles. Why put my money in Amazon? Right? Why do I well, you know, Mara may double, Riot may double, BTBT may double. But this is what risk management is. Is that Amazon probably not gonna drop 50% tomorrow either. Marin Riot could do so. BTBT could do so. A lot of these more risky stocks could do so, right? So it's not all about how fast I can make my money, how fast I can grow. It's about controlling that risk over a long period of time and making sure that my portfolio is not going to be 60% down tomorrow, right? If you buy these riskier stocks, these options, whatever, which is, I, you know, I use options as a tool to make a lot of money. You guys have watched me do it. You saw me last, well, the week before last, I turned $20,000 into 124 right in front of your eyes. In the CNC, I opened my page. I sold a stock. I mean, I bought a stock right in front of them. Showed what I was buying. Showed them I was putting 20000 into it. Closed it out. And what, a week and a half later, I told them I was selling the stock. Almost $100,000 gain on that stock. And I did it right in front of them. I do that often in the CNC. I do it often in different platforms because I want people to know Armando knows what he's talking about. I'm transparent. If I take a loss, you're going to know about it. Now, you know, I'll, I'll tell you, look, I, t- I took a loss on AMC two weeks ago, a bad loss, right? The mentorship does teach options, right? They mentor teach stocks, options, a little bit of business, you know, a little bit of, of knowledge to be able to use all of that, right? It's not only about stocks. It's about changing your mindset about wealth. It's about growing. It's about being able to use this information in multiple avenues, right? So, like I said, we got the mentorship starting again. If you want information on that, text MENTOR to 888-709-2614. With that program, you get access to all live, all recorded classes. You get access to special internal classes. You get access to one-on-one calls with me, one-on-one calls with my instructors. You get access to the CNC you get access to a lot of information, a lot of growth. You get access to the monthly buy uh, a roundtable in which we discuss these stocks that are going to grow, right? So we talked about Amazon, but there's another reason Amazon's going to go up, right? That's why I like Amazon. I've been talking about that for two weeks because I know what's coming with Amazon. I could see it clear as day. And that's what's so important about getting that knowledge. Say, I want the video. Give me a DM right now. Say, I want the video. We'll make sure you get that link when it's done. But what I like, what I talked about there are the market cycles in crypto, the market cycles in real estate, the market cycles in stocks. Because once you understand these underlying fundamental, these underlying trends, these underlying patterns, these underlying things that control all markets, it's almost like you can see the future. After you get these classes we take, you take them, take them. And the first time, you may not understand it. Second time, you be ah, oh, you know, I don't get that. Third time, kind of is a little clearer. The fourth time, a light bulb goes off. Now you can almost see the future, right? You can see what's coming clear as day. So the last stock I want to talk about tonight is Airbnb. I had no idea. <laughs> That people were actually living in Airbnbs. And that's what changed my mind is that so many percent of the company's revenue comes from people actually living in an Airbnb. And I'm like, oh man, so yeah, it does. now that makes sense. You know, 
people are doing long-term rentals in Airbnbs now, right? And that's what's so crazy is that I didn't know that that, that was that. I didn't know that there, a lot of their, their uh, revenue came from that. Like a lot of traveling nurses, traveling doctors, people that are traveling, people that are working from home, what they're doing, what the trend now is that I'm working from home. Well, I can live in four different countries over the year and spend three months a year in each one. You see what I'm saying? So now things have changed because of the pandemic. People are, you know, people say, well, I don't even have to have a house. I can just use Airbnbs all over the world every three or four months and live in them. Just to, you know, to go around the world and I also can work remotely. So that's becoming a new trend. So with that being said, Airbnb has a new revenue model. That's new money's coming in, more money's coming in, longer term rentals, less vacancies in those rentals. Now their revenue's going up. So now it's starting to make sense. Airbnb is going to be a great stock, right, coming forward. Now, nine months ago, somebody said, Armando, what do you think about Airbnb? I said, well, it's an IPO in the middle of a pandemic. I mean, we got to wait on it because we, we're not sure what's going to happen. I don't, I, it has to be a very, very special IPO stock for me to be able to buy IPO. Now, I bought uh, Snowflake because it was a special IPO stock. But most IPOs I don't buy. An IPO, if people don't understand, it's called an initial public offering. Now, when a stock comes to be, like stocks have to be created somewhere, right? Well, stocks represent a company. So a stock could have so many stuff. A company could have so many stocks, those individual stocks represent a piece or a percent of the company. So you buy a stock, you're buying a part of a company, right? So when you do that, like somebody has to create this stuff. Somebody has to make a stock. Some, now, where do they come from? This was called an initial public offering. So that's when a company goes through certain things with the government, certain things with bankers, certain things with lawyers, and they, they come up with a valuation. They say, look, man, each individual, uh, each individual stock that we're going to sell is worth $30, right? And they start selling it one day, the initial day on the NASDAQ, on the markets. They say, look, man, we're going to sell this stock. The first day it starts selling. A lot of people get excited. That's the people that don't understand what's going on. They get excited. Oh my God, I got to get it. Oh my God, they're talking about it in the news. Oh my God, I heard about the news. It just went up 40%. I got to get it. Oh, it doubled in the first two weeks. Oh my God. And then people, the, 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 the unsavvy investor, we always talk about them, the people who don't understand what they're doing. They hold it too long, Right? Then they want, then I'm like, why did it drop? It opened at 200. Now it's at 100, like, like Airbnb was at, the peak was like 250. Now it's at 120, I think. Now, why would it drop? What happened? Now, with an IPO, this is something you got to understand, right? IPO, initial public offering, that's when the stock first gets on the market. Now, when it first gets to the market, right, it starts selling for a certain price. Now, we got to think about what happened before the IPO. When a company is growing, when a company doesn't have any stocks available for, for the public, they pay everybody in stocks. And like I said, I've been part of this before in a company. I, you know, I got stocks for, for a company that I sold before. I've gotten stocks through companies I worked at, startups. So what happens is that a company don't really have a lot of money starting out. So they pay everybody in stocks. The trash company gets paid in stocks. <laughs> The, the caterers get paid in stocks. Any kind of people that come gets paid in stocks. The employees get paid in stocks. Everybody that even touched that company over the last five years has been paid in stocks that they can't sell, right? So when those stocks come on the open market, this is the first chance they could possibly sell it. 
but they have a lockup period, 90 days, <laughs> right? So there's two reasons that they're going to sell those stocks after the 90 days. It's two reasons, right? And that's what you got to understand the underlying facts in all of this stuff. They're going to sell. Oh, they're going to sell, buddy. <laughs> now, I don't care what you say, whatever the news tells you. I don't care what none of that is. They're selling after that nine days. There's two reasons. One is because they've been waiting on this for five years. A lot, of, a lot of employees were underpaid. This is their big payday, maybe millions of dollars. The second reason is because the way, way the taxes work. So if I got $100,000, let's say the, the first day it doubles, so now I got $200,000 worth of stock. After 90 days, the government says, hey, man, you, the day you can sell, the government sees it's no different than you got handed $200,000 $200, as, as income. That's the way they see it. The, the first day you can sell, your lockup period's over. The government says, you've just been handed $200,000. I don't care what you do with it, but we want our taxes off of that. So if you choose to hold through the end of the year, like with Airbnb, now you're down to $100,000 value. But the, the government said, I don't care. Because you got 200 on the day that you were able to sell, so you owe us taxes on that. Now, how are you going to pay us? Now, you can sell those last remaining stocks you got and give us all the money. You could get some money out of your bank account and give it to us, but you're giving us that money. Now, if it does come back up, you can take a loss, carry over the loss 20-something years. But it's too risky to hold. Why hold it? I mean, why, why would you take that risk? For, for five years, you've been holding on the stock. It's all you've been paid in. First thing you can sell, you have a big tax burden. You're selling immediately. And that's what causes these IPO stocks to drop right after that 90-day lockup. The day of it, they're gone. And the people that sell it are selling for whatever they can get for it. <laughs> they're doing market orders all the way down. But that's the reason why IPOs are so volatile, so scary. Now, the first 90 days before the lockup period, you can do some stuff. You can get to ride it up, make some momentum trades. But after the lockup period, all bets are off. And that's what happened to Airbnb. All bets were off after, the month, after that was over. It was over, right? So with that being said, we, had, we talked about a lot today. We talked about cryptocurrency. We talked about what's going to happen on Monday with Merrill Ride and BTBT. We talked about different pricing structures, how pricing works in companies. And we talked about Amazon. We talked about Airbnb, right? So we talked about IPOs, how they work. We talked about how IPOs can have those lockup periods which cause the stocks to decline. So we talked about a lot today. Thank you for joining today's podcast. I really appreciate your support. If you want more wealth building information, education and tips in stock market, crypto and other assets such as real estate, follow me on Instagram and also on YouTube. This is the same name, Tall Guy Tycoon. That's T-A-L-L-G-U-Y-T-Y-C-O-O-N. The link is also in the description. Also, you can support this podcast by don donations. That link is also in the description. I hope each and every one of you has a great week. And again, thanks for listening.